Hi, Max Bell here. Welcome to Leading Me We Gems. We're here to liberate, explore and discover what we're all about, how we can make life easier for ourselves and for all. It's a great big topic and I've no doubt that if you are drawn to this podcast, you'll become part of our community for change. And that change always starts with taking full responsibility for me. So join us in leading me, we gems, with me, Max Bell, and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to We Gems. Time of reflection. Now is a time of reflection. There is so much going on. There is so many things happening. Certain places are still in lockdown due to the pandemic. Certain places are in uproar and turmoil. Certain parts of the world are protesting, not just in one, but in many. And this is now a time of reflection. I think for me, I spent my life being busy, 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 busy. And I think most of us do. And if we're not being busy, we see relaxation as sitting in front of the TV, watching Netflix and various other cable TVs and all sorts watching news constantly and it's not that I'm against I I watch Netflix I watch TV but I don't use it as my downtime I don't use it as my relaxation time I don't use it as my reflection time because it's not it's filling my head it's constantly filling my head we have been made to stay in by whatever is around us. So this virus that came, this COVID-19 that came along, it came along for a reason. We as human beings are way, way too busying ourselves. We wear the badge of busy as a badge of honour. Oh, I'm really busy. Oh, no, I'm busy. I'm No, but I'm really busy. No, I'm busier than you because I've been busy for weeks and I've been busy. Oh, I'll have the last year I've been really busy. It's like, it's not a competition. In fact, if I hear people saying I'm really busy or if I say it myself, I stop dead and go, well, Mags, what are you doing about your downtime? What are you doing about your reflection time? Because we are all, every single one of us, spiritual beings, the bigger part of us are spiritual beings, let alone the human being that's here. But it's human being, spiritual being, not human doing. So we fill our lives up with doing things. And we've all been put into isolation and lockdown and this to take time to reflect. And yet many, many people are refusing to go there on that. And that doesn't bode well for you as an individual if that's what you have decided to do. Because 
sticking your head in the sand isn't going to help any. If, on the other hand, you've taken time for yourself, taken time to look at what are we doing as a human race to the law of nature? The law of nature is way more powerful than us. And if we are going to mess with it, it can do way worse things to us. So it doesn't really matter where. It really, 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 really doesn't matter where this virus came from. And it seriously doesn't matter. Because it's here to help us to grow. It's here to help us reflect. It's here to help us to go inwards. It's here to help us lead me. So it's understandable that the human beings that we are put into lockdown situations start seeing through through certain lenses of news, of what media is feeding us, what governments feed us, what we ourselves are looking at that feeds us. And as we do that, we're so lazy, we're not checking out if what's been said is real. And the amount of stories that are going around, we deserve, we deserve what we get by not actually going inwards, reflecting and checking in on your gut brain. It's your GPS. It's your inner GPS. It's called intuition. It's called the gut brain. And it is a brain that sits in there. That's your GPS to what is right for you. But most of the time we're all up here in our head brain, arguing with each other, getting hacked off with each other, you know, throwing opinions around at each other. When in actual fact, we are all the same. We just happen to be uniquely different. But we're of the same race, the human race. Every one of us, regardless of creed, regardless of colour, regardless of what our beliefs are, right? We are all human. And we all crave the one thing, that one thing, which is love and acceptance. But in actual fact, when you have the love of self by leading me, you actually have the acceptance you need. We've had many, many people over history who have been, Nelson Mandela springs to mind straight away, who've been incarcerated. And if you know anything about their incarceration, those who survived it and came out of it and actually done good with it say that the incarceration wasn't what made them free. It was here in our head brain that made them free. But a lot of people at the moment, because they feel incarcerated, don't know how to deal with it. So how do we deal with it? Well, there's a few practices that you can do. And in fact, there's not just a few, there's many practices you can do. And I think you need to go and find out what floats your boat, right? Um, and the way to work that out is to ask the question of your gut brain and your heart brain. How does this sound? How does it, how does it feel when I hear the word yoga? 
does it feel good? Does, I've always fancied doing that. Tai Chi. Have I, have I, I've always had a hankering after that. If I have, why am I not working on it? Meditation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've always fancied doing that, but oh, my mind rushes. So we tell ourselves the story to stop ourselves from going there. All I'm asking you to do is stay out of the head brain and go down here. When you feel what the answer is, not ask and find out the words of the answer. That's that's just all all head stuff. That's just all ego stuff to keep you away from the things that you keep, stories you keep telling yourself. Go down here into your heart and your gut brain and feel what's good for you. For many, many years, I always, I always fancied doing all sorts of things. But my ego would stop me from doing all of them. But and one thing that I always weren't really wanted to do was meditation, but would tell myself the story time and time again. Yeah, but I can't, I can't keep my my head from chattering, and it's so busy in there. Back to the busy word, batch busy, uh, so busy, and and I don't have the time. That was the other. I don't have time for that. I really don't. Well, you need to make time for you, and at the moment, you have no excuse. There is no excuses. The time is yours to grasp. The virus and the universe have given you this time. If you believe in gods of whatever creed, your God has actually given you this time to reflect. Some people use prayer. But I can tell you, if it's just rote prayer that you just say over and over and you don't mean any of it, it's not going to do anything. But if you're in prayer and you really, really go there, that will make a big difference. So for me, it was always meditation. I really, really fancied doing meditation, but I always taught myself about it with the stories I had. And then I started to go to a group and they were doing some meditation. And, and being a control freak uh, that I am, or, uh, it's, it's a bit like an addiction, control. I don't think it ever goes, but I am able to control my thoughts way better than I ever did. But as a control freak in those days, because of course the reason I wouldn't do it is because I couldn't stop my mind. But it never dawned on me before I started meditating that it's meditation is a practice, just like everything else we do in life. Unless we practice it on a daily basis or, or on a regular basis. So for me at the beginning, it was, you know, once a week. And I'd practice this meditation. And the group I was sitting with were wonderful because the leader of the group, Jennifer, would say, um, it doesn't matter what comes up. Your head will bring things up. But just focus back on your breath. And I was like, all right. Because you see, I went in to be perfect at it from the beginning. Because I couldn't be perfect at it, then I can't do it. That ring a bell? <laughs> so I wouldn't even try it because I knew I couldn't do it the way I should be doing it. But I didn't know how I should be doing it. <laughs> so it's nuts. But I would go week after week and I started, I was getting really good. And then, then I would hear people saying, oh, yeah, I had this vision of such and such and this is happening and that's happening. I'm thinking, and this is where the inner critic is in. I'm thinking, oh, God, I never did any of that. Oh, God, I must be doing this wrong. 
there's no right and wrong. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I remember Jennifer saying, um, anybody want to say it? I was well, I I just get it's like a bit of, I, I sometimes see I, I see colours. So I see some colours and I'll concentrate on the colours and, and then it sort of goes like there's nothing else. But the thing I like is like my my body. It's like I know my body is there. I know my hands are on my lap, but I can't actually feel them. It's like it, the whole body's numb. And she said, that's it. And I went, that's what? And she said, that's what? That's the feel that you're trying to get. I went, all right. <laughs> all right. And I said to her afterwards, I was thinking I had to do with all these other people. She said, Thanks, it doesn't matter about other people. But you're trying to clear your head and make it just receive. And you did. And I went, oh, my God, yeah. I kept going on about the things that would come up and how to quiet the mind. And when I quietened it, I was too busy thinking all these people had all these other things happen, right? So the comparison was just stupidity in my part. But when she said what she said, it was like, oh, my God, I get it. And actually, that's why I really love the feeling. A number of years later, after going to this little satsang group, and it was wonderful, I came across a girl who had done something called Vipassana. And Vipassana had been a 10-day silent meditation course. And it was really weird because when she said it to me, my gut went, Whoa. it was like a really good feel. My head went, that? No chance. <laughs> because yeah, I'm happy having chats with people and talking all the time. 10 days silent. But I was aware enough to go, wow, why, why, why did down here in my gut brain go, ooh, yeah, and up here in my head brain was the, ooh. And I thought, well, that's ego. So I know it's just trying to keep me away and keep me safe. So I'm going to ignore it and I'm going to go down here in my gut brain. I'm going to talk down here and I did. And I went online and I checked it out and I thought, I think this is something I'd really like to do. And I talked it over with Paul and that was an interesting conversation in itself about me going away for, it was actually 12 days because you arrive on day one and then you come away on day 12 because you get 10 days in between. And I had to say to him, I go away and it's 10 days silent meditation. And he said, well, it's not as if you haven't been away before. And I said, no, 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 but this time I'm away, but, you know, it's 10 days for you as well. And he said, well, we'll still get to talk on, but I said, no, mate, I don't get to have any electronics whatsoever. I don't even, I'm not even allowed pen and paper. This is, we don't talk now. To understand, Paul and I have been together for 30 years. So, from, and I, I don't remember being away from that long that we've not chatted every day, whether it was on a phone or whether it's FaceTime or whatever. So he was like, oh, right. So we chatted over to see and I went and it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. And when I came out, I made a little vow to myself that I would actually meditate for an hour in the morning, an hour at night for um, a period of time. And then I would do and make sure it was an hour's meditation every day. Now, 
um, and I've and I, and I, and I done a little exercise for myself, or a little, I'm always experimenting, and I experimented where I was doing, I'd done this for a whole year, it was like at least an hour a day, and I thought, I'm going to go cold turkey just to see what happens. And I really missed the meditation. And I can't say, I, I got fuzzy. I got really fuzzy. I, I wasn't as clear as I had been. And things didn't come to me easily, didn't flow easily. And I went back to meditating. And, and now I do at least 10 minutes a day, usually about 20 to half an hour. 20 minutes to half an hour. And and there is days that I will do an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Sometimes I don't even time it and I do it. So reflection time is very, very important. And now I won't do without my meditation. That doesn't mean to say it has to be meditation for you. You just have to find something, try it out, give it a go, see what it's like, and then work out what's best for you to have that time. Journaling is another thing. I mean, I, I do journal, but some for some people, journaling is the way of allowing that time and freehanding it and really not knowing what's coming out rather than using the head and getting right in. So there's lots of different things and ways that you can do and find what's right for you. There's, there's no right or wrong way of doing things, guys. Just have a go and see what, if it feels good, then keep doing it and build that habit up because you'll get massive benefit of that reflection. And not only that, you won't go reacting as much to all sorts of things. And it's not that I don't react. I certainly do, and particularly over some of the events that have been happening where human against human, government against people. I mean, it, it saddens me to the heart to see that we have brought ourselves to this point. Really, really saddens me. However, if I lift myself up to the bigger picture of it, this is the time that the people can rise, not violently. This isn't about fighting. Right? Lead, leading me. It's about standing up for what's right. Equality, regardless of whether you're male or female, whether you're of colour, doesn't matter what colour you are, if you're in a minority of any sort, anywhere in the world, it's time that the people who were the majority stood with you. So Reflection time is very important to keep you on a level peg so that you can bring the best to whatever the situation is. And that's why it's so important in my life and many other people that I know. So we have the opportunity to work collectively, to bring love into this world collectively. And by God, do we need that right now? Out of chaos comes order. So I see the chaos and I believe that order will come. But unless we're reflecting and just taking stock of where we are and what we stand for and what we actually want, we can peacefully, even if they're going to violently against us, peacefully demonstrate that this isn't good enough. That it's not good enough that a human will go against a human. 
not under any circumstances. And reflection helps you to stay clear on that and focused on it. My heart goes out to Mr. Floyd at this point in time and his family. Well, Mr. Floyd actually has gone over to the other side and I, I know he'll be helping all of us to do our best, even if it's just a tiny thing that we're doing, to do our best to make equality, no matter who or what. And to his family, also to the many, many others who have suffered in similar circumstances and their families that we don't even know about. I send my condolences. My heart bleeds for you. And I, I know that we can all come together and be as one, but we need to reflect and we need to take our time and we need to think. And I don't mean take our time before we mobilise. I mean we need to take a bit of time for us so that we can actually do good in this world and bring love to this world. Because it's that that will get us through, not the fear. So, for me, for now, stay true and stay you and keep bringing out your brilliance to shine on others. If you're loving this sort of stuff, then subscribe to the channel. I'll see you soon. <laughs>